0: You're listening to the Big Reviewski on Joe with Chicago Town. Pizza? Yeah, we go to time on it.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Big Reviewski with Chicago Town Pizza. My name's Owen and I'm obviously a sexy devil cat lady and I Think that's Rory over there. Rory, if that is you, have you any tricks or treats for today's Big Reviewski Halloween special?
0: Is this week the Halloween special?
1: Now that you mention it, uh, no, we should probably organise something for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would have dressed up for you. Okay, good to know.
1: Well, we do have one very special treat coming up on today's show. I know everybody loves shoving monkey nuts in their faces at this time of year and those little weird purple violet Parma I don't know where you get them, I don't know who eats them, but what kids really want this Halloween from you is free pizza. To bag yourself a load of Chicago Town pizza goodies this Halloween, all you have to do is head over to the Big Reviewski Twitter account and enter our competition there for a scarily <laughs> good prize. Now, Rory, for everybody watching today, they can obviously see that we both look fantastic and a little bit horny as well. But for everybody listening, would you mind just describing what you can see here before you today?
0: Well, believe it or not, it's, it's tough for me to describe what I'm seeing performing because uh, these are not prescription glasses. So uh, to me, it's kind of a pink mist with uh, this blonde there and uh, horns and uh, monkey hands, I think. And some kind of cat spider face, maybe. But again, I can't see.
1: Yeah, that's fair enough. It is a bit of a monster mashup. I just grabbed whatever I had lying in the house. Um, Now, Rory, it's fair to say that you have a dream job. Obviously, you get to work with, hello. Mm -hmm. Plus, you love watching Netflix and you love sleeping. Is that fair to say?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's like three of my favorite things is almost in that order. Almost in that order. So it's like sleeping, Netflix, and uh, people I work with.
1: Yeah, people in general. Um, Well, if anybody thinks they could do Rory's job better than him, and you also are well used to you know staying up till half three in the morning, watching 16 episodes of a show you promised yourself you wouldn't binge, then this might be the perfect job opportunity for you because there's a mattress company are actually willing to pay somebody real adult cash money to watch netflix for them and they've put out an official job specification so they're called crafted beds and they want one lucky person for 25k a year to test a brand new mattress every single week while also streaming any show or movie you want to your heart's content so this is their official job description. Uh, You'll be watching Netflix and napping on a crafted beds mattress to assess its comfortability score. You'll extensively review the mattress and let us know whether you believe the quality is high enough to distribute to our customers. So I don't know, Rory, have you applied for this job yet? How many times have you applied for this job? Uh, And do you want your job title to officially be Netflix and nap fanatic?
0: Well, it's it's funny you say that because I, I did apply and they were very impressed by my CV. Uh, and then when it came to the, the video conference call, I, I wore this exact outfit and I haven't heard back yet, so
1: that is so weird that is so strange well fingers crossed uh they do get back to you soon enough no it does specialize in uh netflix and napping there's no mention of whether you get to test these mattresses for their netflix and chill capabilities but maybe you can bring that up in the interview in the little uh question section uh and the very very best of luck with that Now it's time for the biggest releases coming to cinemas near you. And my God, these costumes are so goddamn sweaty, but you don't need to know about that right now. Up first, we have Edgar Wright's brand new movie. He did have a recent documentary about the Sparks Brothers, but it's been a few years since he released Baby Driver. But Roy, what have we got up first?
0: Yeah, so uh, Last Night in Soho is his new movie. It is being kind of promoted as his first proper horror movie. I know he's dipped into it kind of with Shaun of the Dead and stuff. Uh, yeah, so it's a, it's kind of a time-travelling, spiritual, psychological thriller, horror with Thomas and Mackenzie who moves into an apartment in London and while she sleeps she has kind of a, a psychic link with a singer from the 60s who's played by Anya Taylor-Joy who lived in the same apartment uh, and we come to discover that Anya Taylor-Joy's character uh, came to a, a bit of a sticky end and it's up to Thomason to maybe find out exactly what happened um, it's right I think I told you this when I came out of this greeting I was like this is by no means the worst film of 2021 but it might be my singularly most disappointing one because it's not scary in the slightest I think it's been marketed quite badly because it's it, they're really pushing the horror angle and it's it's there's really not much horror to it it's more of a kind of supernatural drama than anything else. And then there's just like one or two scenes throughout where uh, you can see Edgar Wright's having some fun with the, the slasher stuff. Uh, the two lead actresses are great. It looks great. Technically, it's fantastic because you'd expect that from Edgar Wright. That's just the kind of filmmaker that he is. But I wish this had actually just been his first proper horror film and not just sold to us as his first proper horror film. That
2: room is on the top floor.
0: It's perfect. I love it. If I could live any place and any time I'd live here, in London, in
1: the 60s. You just want every film to be a horror film anyway, so I'm just going to rule that out completely. I'm obviously a massive Edgar Wright fan. You mentioned Shaun of the Dead. It will be coming up later on in the show as well. But in terms of like a time travel murder mystery drama, um, I'm all on board. I'll still be going to see this. I don't care what you say. Uh, I actually do uh, and I care about what you say about the next one as well because this is Antlers and this feels like it might be more up your street. And I feel like I saw the trailer for this years ago.
0: Yeah, I think the first trailer came out like early to May 2019 and We were all very excited about it because it has a great cast and it's produced by uh, Guillermo del Toro. And the story seems very interesting. It's a teacher who's played by Kerry Russell and she thinks that one of her students is having some trouble at home. And When she investigates, she discovers that the trouble at home might actually be a, a mythical creature that is chowing down on some of the locals. And uh, Jesse Clemens is in there as well as her brother, who happens to be the sheriff of the small town. Again, it's not scary. It's just it's it, it looks great, and everyone in it uh, acts brilliantly. And it it like you can feel Del Toro's influence, especially when the creature kind of arrives on screen. Um, but it just it just feels weirdly on. Un- tense, whatever the opposite of tense is it's not relaxing anyway, but like it's just, there's no tension to it and then when the when the horror stuff does arrive it just doesn't, it doesn't hit home the way I expected it to, um, which is a shame, because these are two big horror films being released the week of Halloween and what you want from horror films to release the Halloween is like to scream the cinema down, and the two of these instead are just very well made dramas with supernatural elements
2: What is storytelling? Storytelling started with our indigenous people. Can anyone give me an example of a myth? Or a story they're afraid of?
1: Well, if you are in the mood for an untense film uh, this Halloween, then maybe Anthers is the one to go for. I do like the influence of Del Toro in there because you've got this young kid uh, making friends with you know, a real supernatural creature as well, which is echoes of like Pan's Labyrinth as well. And I really, really, really hope, I know you mentioned Jesse Plemons there as well, playing the local sheriff. I hope he's the same character, uh, like security services character that he plays in Game Night as well, because that would be one nice kind of shared universe as well.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I loved Game Night, so any any reference to Game Night, I'm on board. So now that's what I hope too. <laughs>
1: Uh, and our final cinematic release this week is Passing. This is actually the directorial debut film from Rebecca Hall, um, but it's already, you know, there's a lot of buzz about this film. It stars Tessa Thompson and Irish actor Ruth Negga as two young black women who grew up as childhood friends, but they went their separate ways and they crossed paths again years later. And the title is in reference to uh, a practice that was popular previously whenever ethnic minorities and other groups tried to pass themselves off in white society in order to combat, you know, racial injustice and segregation. So these two girls, they cross paths again and Ruth Nega's character is passing herself off uh, as a white lady in society. And obviously this leads to all sorts of uh, confrontations with their personal life, both together and with the other people that they surround themselves with. As I said, People are very excited about this film already. Obviously, Ruth Negga picks her projects very very carefully and even on the indie kind of festival circuit at the moment uh, the pair of them are getting nominated for support roles and leading actor roles as well Um, so don't be surprised to see this one pick up a lot of award nominations in the new year as well so that's passing Uh, it is released in cinemas this week but will be coming to Netflix very very soon. I'm trying to find out the history of the blonde you've brought along.
2: She's a girl from Chicago I used to know.
1: Princess from Chicago.
2: Things aren't always what they seem. Bobby
1: Dan. Another film that you will need to hang about for uh, a little while yet, even though it probably feels like you've seen it a million times before. It is our our big trailer of the week. Uh, This was released just a few days ago. It is, of course, the. I don't know what is it. Is this a revamp or just a continuation of the Scream story, Rory? uh, You've picked Scream for our favourite trailer this week.
0: Yeah, so the title itself is probably a giveaway because it's just Scream as opposed to Scream 5 or 5 Cream, I guess is the easiest uh, (laughs) numerical way to get it into the title. Um, And the the trailer did come out and we had a lot to pick from this week in terms of trailers. Uh, I've got hair in my mouth. I'm okay. But (laughs) we had a lot to pick from this week. Um, But the reason I wanted to talk about Scream is two reasons. One is because Halloween. Hi. Hi. And two is I've got a theory, a working theory, as to why mm-hmm. a it's called Scream and uh, b the secret plot of this movie. Because if you watch it, it's got like a very basic setup of you know a girl at home alone and she gets the phone call and it's the creepy guy and then the original cast, the survivors, Nev Campbell, uh, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, they all come back and they're like, we've we've been through this and we're here to help you, young kids on bloody bad, bad. My theory is, did you ever see, oh, and tell me, did you ever see
1: a new nightmare? What, is, it, is that the question? That's the whole like, question. Like, just Have a new seen... nightmare? What, what, no, what's a new nightmare? So,
0: in the mid-90s, uh, Wes Craven brought back A Nightmare on Elm Street uh, with New Nightmare, where the actress who played, is it Heather? Heather Longcamp? maybe? The actress who played the lead, character in Nightmare Street is playing herself and she's getting tormented by Freddy but in the real world so not the character, the actress and because so, so many people have like had nightmares about him he's brought into the real life and I think because Scream likes to play with postmodernism a lot that there's a line in this where uh, Nev Campbell picks up the phone and someone's like, do you have a gun? And she's like, I'm Sydney Prescott, of course I have a gun she's not actually talking about being Sydney Prescott. She's talking about being Nev Campbell playing Sidney Prescott. So I think someone is killing the people like they did in Scream, but Nev Campbell is playing Nev Campbell having played the character in Scream. Does that make sense?
1: Uh, not in any way whatsoever, but I know you're a big fan of big swings, so I'm all here for it because, as you said, there's obviously the Wes Craven connection there as well, plus... Uh, they do love to mess around with people's perceptions uh, of these films, so I can see it being very, very, very plausible. And the fact that it would just freshen the whole thing up as well.
0: Yeah, and it would give them all like an excuse to to be killed off in the film, and or one of them to actually be the killer, because they're like, "Oh, making all these horror films has driven me crazy," and that's what makes them. And it gives them a career resurgence because then you have to come back and make the, the remake. So I think, I think all in there
1: genius you've thought of everything i'm just hoping that they give the people what they want and this means we'll also get another scary movie uh installment as well (laughs) fingers crossed so this is the trailer for scream not five cream
0: yes hello it's happening
1: three attacks so far do you have a gun
2: i'm sydney prescott of course i have a gun
1: Something about this one just feels different.
2: Samantha? I'm, I know who you are. I've been through this a lot.
1: Now it's time for Halloween home releases. This is the best of everything on the small screen this week. And this first one, Rory, Army of Thieves... It looks like Natalie Emanuel has got a, you know, a major leading role in this part. And I just kept thinking, is this a Fast and Furious spin-off? Oh, that'd be great. That'd be much better. I actually mm. would have
0: would have enjoyed it then. Uh no, this is a prequel to Army of the Dead, which is a movie we reviewed earlier this year and we chatted to Zack Snyder, director, and Dave Batista and a lot of the cast, including Matthias Schwen I think. I'm Sorry,
1: so good. Yeah, yeah,
0: ah, thank you. Sean. Um, he is the director and lead star of this, and he had a small part in Army of the Dead. He was a uh, safe cracker. Um, and in this, he's the lead who was recruited by Miss Andri from uh, Game of Thrones to take part in like a, the ultimate safe cracking heist to like this four of these impossible safes somewhere around the world and they have to find them and crack them and see what's inside them, blah, blah, blah. and the zombie thing is still kind of going on but it's all in the background um, I'm not gonna lie I I turned it on full intention of watching it right 20 minutes in I turned it off because I hated the lead character so much he was so irritating uh, I wanted him to not survive the film, and I, I just everything about it was just was I hated it. But maybe other people will like it. Maybe people will enjoy his character. Uh, if you do, don't ever talk to me. Don't ever, don't unfollow me. Don't don't talk to me. In the street, we've nothing in common. But yeah, that's on Netflix this Friday. So in, enjoy. Ready, set, and crack.
2: Ludwig Dieter. Safe Cracker Extraordinaire. Ladies and gentlemen, your winner! We've been watching you.
1: So, Netflix obviously cashing in there on the massive success of Army of the Dead, but Army of Thieves won't be for everybody. What about this brand new adult cartoon series, Fairfax?
0: Yeah, so this is coming to Prime Video also on Friday, the 29th of October. Uh, it's about a teenage boy who moves from kind of the small town into like the big big cool city of los angeles and he's living in the fairfax region and he gets to know some of the other cool teenagers in the area and they they update his urban dictionary and they tell him what's cool and what's not cool in the year 2021 and it's got a very impressive uh voice cast with people from like david strathairn to to Shania Twain, to John Leguizamo, like it's it's erratic uh, it's got a Bojack Horseman vibe to it uh, I said to you before we start recording that I think Owen Doherty should watch this show just as kind of a a shorthand to learn cool things and words so I don't have to be your singularly like urban dictionary of like because I, sometimes I, I love you, but like I get texts and they're like, someone, someone said, someone said uh, this word to me. What what does it mean? I'm like, oh, bless.
1: I know people will find this hard to believe, but I am not cool. I am not <laughs> a cool person. But in saying that, I did see one of the comments because the trailer even looks like they do things that I think are supposed to be cool. And then they get slagged off for being like, no, no, no people don't do that in 2021 anymore but there was a brilliant comment on YouTube that just said this looks like uh, how do you do fellow kids the TV series so that kind of sums it up uh, for me as well so I don't know if I will be cool enough to watch it but I will check it out just moved here from Oregon with my family can I get a whoop whoop don't
0: do that what's everyone waiting for Latrina's Thursday drop totally
2: what's a drop (gasps)
1: and last but not least our other big home release this Halloween is The Conjuring The Devil Made Me Do It
0: yeah so the this uh, Conjuring 3quel uh, arrived in Irish cinemas I think it was July or August this year and it will be available to watch on now from Friday 29th of August or October uh, which is perfect because it's Halloween so what do you want I think this one is absolutely fine There are actually some scares of this, unlike the two horror films we talked about uh, earlier in the show. Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga, I have to keep reminding myself, they're not actually a real-life couple. So when I see them with other people in other films, I'm like, get back to your real wife. That's not your wife. Uh, That's how believable they are in in these roles now. Um, Yeah, so this one isn't directed by James Wan because he was off making Malignant at the time, which I'm very happy about, but... uh, yeah, it's, it's, it is very much like someone wanted to make a Conjuring film, and it's not quite as good as what it has been, but it's still pretty good. Hey. You okay there? Jesus.
2: I think I hurt someone. This is Ed Warren, here with Lorraine. All right,
1: let's get started. Yeah, everybody will still be checking that out uh, this Halloween as well. And now it's time for Pizza and Movie. Uh, on the big review ski and this is the section of the show where if you're looking for a movie recommendation that's going to be the perfect accompaniment to your chicago Time pizza this week coming up then we have got you covered it is myself rory uh going head to head and we have had some halloween massacres in the past uh there's been freddie krueger as you mentioned and all those uh those poor young teenagers uh there's candy man and all those poor young teenagers michael myers the teenagers thing the fisherman the teenagers thing but this was just me and rory basically and i am delighted to say that i have absolutely it's been a while um annihilated you this week rory because last week i went for Shaun of the dead hello edgar right yeah. and you went for the evil dead would you like to know what the results of the public poll were
0: well you you, you use the verb to annihilate so i
1: feel no it doesn't matter, I'm going to tell you anyway. Drumroll, please. Shaun of the Dead romped home to bloody victory with 85% of the vote, and the evil dead, God love it, took home a mere 15%. But, Rory, hopefully, well, I say hopefully, you know you might do better. Maybe you, you might reach the 20% mark this week. But what are you choosing for this week's Pizza in a Movie?
0: This week, on because you've decided to cheat so often, uh with with really just hitting the lowest common denominator over and over again i'm bringing out the big guns i'm bringing out you know what i don't even need to tell you the name of this film i'm going to let this guy tell you the name of this film if i had to pick a,
2: you know like a horror thriller that would be number 1 it would have to be the shining because i saw it when i
0: was 15 with my brother and we couldn't sleep the whole night and every time i watch it again it's still terrifying. Yeah, so that's Killian Murphy choosing The Shining as his favorite horror movie of all time. It's on now, uh, or Sky, but now. Um, arguably the best horror film of all time. Killian Murphy seems to agree. And are you going to disagree with me and Killian Murphy? I don't think so. I don't suppose they
2: uh, told you anything in Denver about the tragedy we had up here during the winter of 1970? Well, a man named Charles Grady is the winter caretaker. And he came up here with his wife and two little girls, I think about eight and ten. From what I've been told, I mean, he seemed like a completely normal individual. But at some point during the winter, he must have suffered some kind of a complete mental breakdown. He ran amok and uh, killed his family with an axe. (laughs)
1: Like you didn't have to do any of that. All you could have said was my choice this week is The Shining. And you've just thrown Killian Murphy and his cheekbones into the mix as well, which is entirely unfair. So how dare you accuse anybody of cheating? Um, I was confident up until this point. (laughs) um, But I've gone for uh, a film released back in 2005. It stars an iconic screen duo. Everybody loves them. Um, A brilliant voice cast. It's a comedy that is actually... Uh, it's for all the family so right at my level of scares uh, but it's actually funnier than most adult comedies anyway and of course if you're a big fan of mutating giant bunny rabbits then this is the one for you it is of course Wallace and Gromit The Curse of the Were-Rabbit
2: Gromit, oh pal I'll need assistance
1: <laughs> Ow! Once an inventor
2: just a bit of harmless brain alteration, that's all. Who never says die. Full
1: suction. Ah! The other is his dog. Who never says anything. So yeah, like anybody who votes for Killian Murphy and The Shining over that, then you're just a horrible person who hates kids, which I realise a lot of people do, including you, Roy.
0: Yeah, yeah, hard me uh yeah so i don't think you're going to win this one and i'm okay with that
1: definitely not well i guess we'll find out next week and speaking of next week's show we are also going to be joined by one of the biggest stars in the world Kristen shirt uh who's returning to the big screen for her portrayal of princess diana in spencer so we're looking forward uh to that interview as well but before that rory who do we have to take us out of this week's show
0: it's halloween so, who better than Scream Queen icon herself, Jamie Lee Curtis, to talk about uh, Halloween Kills, which did hit Irish Cinemas uh, last week or the week before, and we reviewed it on the show. And you can watch this full interview. It's up on Joe's YouTube channel right now. But the reason we're talking about it more this week, not only is it because it is Halloween week, but for a reason, own you should be very excited about because I assume your pals with the Lord Mayor of Derry, and he weighed in on this.
1: Yeah, Graham, my my friend, Mayor Graham, uh, I call him. Well, this is the thing, in Derry, we're, t- we're basically proud of two things. One is Nadine Coyle, and two is the fact that we have the greatest uh, Halloween celebrations anywhere in the world, and that has been proven, scientifically proven by people voting for it as well. But basically, if you're in Derry on Halloween, and you're not dressed up, then you're the one that looks like a freak. So I was so excited Uh, whenever uh, you were getting the chance to speak to Jamie Lee Curtis and obviously you mentioned Derry and the celebrations to her and she immediately jumped on it and was like yeah okay that's happening we're bringing the premieres of our brand new films to Derry in Ireland next year and you're like we're going to be there you're going to do the Q&A it's it's perfect and me and the mayor will be there in the front row as well so this is all and maybe we'll get Nadine Coyle along as well Um, I don't know it's just it's all very exciting
0: There's an entire city in Ireland called Derry that shuts down for Halloween every year and it just celebrates for the entire month of uh, of Halloween. So consider this your official invitation to come visit Derry in Ireland for Halloween. I'm going to
2: tell that to my friends at Universal so that next year when we release the last of the trilogy, maybe we'll uh, make a good Derry appearance.
0: There you go. There you, I'll, listen, I'll be front row center, and I'll, I'll tell you all the best spots to hit up. No problem whatsoever. You know what?
2: You'll do the. You'll do the. Um, you'll do the Q and A. You'll moderate the Q and A.
0: Perfect. Jeff Jeer,
2: please make that happen. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I, I could literally talk to you all day about. Well, this you will character. be in
2: Derry next year. I
0: will. I absolutely the, uh, will
2: at the uh, screening because what they're going to do, Jeff Geer is we're going to screen the 1978 movie, the 2018 movie, the 2021 movie and finish with the 2022 movie in a two day film festival.
0: Magnificent. It's
2: going to end with a Q&A with you and me talking about the 2022 film.
0: You, well, listen, I'll, I'm going to keep all of October completely free just for you, you next year it, it won't be, It'll be
2: toward the end
0: <laughs> oh, uh, by yeah. the
2: time I get to Europe. It'll be after the release in America, which is what date, Jeff? I think it's the- For the next
0: movie. I think it's the 14th to the 15th of October.
2: Okay, so I'll be with you in Derry around the 20... Should we just say the 22nd, Jeff? Okay, we're locking it in. We'll be there, we'll be in Derry on the 22nd. Um, I will try to get David Gordon Green to join me. (laughs)
0: You're listening to The Big Reviewski on Joe with Chicago Town. Pizza? Yeah, we go to town on it.